Good morning. This is our DOL Watch Podcast 11, March the 25th, 2021. We're discussing the right of sodomy by Randy Engel. We're today at page 742753. It touches home to me. It's about the American hierarchy and they're denying things. They're denying things that other bishops have said are true. Vagano says true. I'm confused. I've been giving money to the church, expecting an exchange. They do their job. I'm expecting them to tell the truth and at least don't lie. Those are two things. So you be the judge here. We're talking, um, we're a voice for the voiceless. You can get your own book at newanglepublishing.com. We're suggesting a letter as a result of this podcast to give to your pastor, to ask your pastor to pass on to the bishop. I begin at 752. American hierarchy denies existence of the of cleric of a clerical homosexual network. Let me begin. Again, American hierarchy denies existence of a clerical homosexual network. On April the twenty third and twenty fourth, two thousand two, Pope John Paul II called an extraordinary meeting of American cardinals in Rome to discuss the clerical sexual abuse problem in the United States. Bishop Wilton Gregory, president of the USCCB, was also in attendance. A press conference at the Vatican Press Office was held on the evening of the close of the two-day session with the Holy Father in attendance. Work began. A press conference at the Vatican Press Office was held on the evening of the close of the two-day session with the Holy Father. In attendance were Cardinals Theodore McCarrick and James Francis Stafford, Bishop Gregory, representing the USCCB, and Vatican Opus Dei lay press officer Dr. Joachim Novera Valls. During the news conference, Cardinal McCarrick, Archbishop of Washington, D.C., was asked by Christopher Ferrara, who along with John Venari, was covering the story for Catholic Family News. The following question pertaining to the problem of pederasty pederasty and homosexuality in the Catholic priesthood. Here Here it is. Nearly every single case has involved an adolescent and does not constitute a true case of pedophilia. So we're dealing with the acts of homosexual males who could not control their predilection. To avoid what would be a perpetual bumper crop of this type of scandal, is the hierarchy in North America going to enforce the Vatican's 1961 instruction that homosexual males simply should not be ordained? That's the question. Let me read it again. Nearly every single case has has involved an adolescent and does not constitute a true case of pedophilia. So we're dealing with the acts of homosexual males who would not control who could not control their predilection to avoid what would be a perpetual bumper crop of this type of scandal is the hierarchy in North America going to enforce the Vatican 1961 instruction that homosexual males simply should not be ordained cardinal mccarrick responded 
I think certainly every seminary in the country has a program that says anyone who is an active homosexual should never be admitted. I don't know of any bishop in the country who would allow someone who had been actively involved in homosexuality to enter a seminary. I don't think any bishop would allow anyone who was actively engaged in heterosexual activity right before they went into the, to enter the seminary. We believe in celibacy. It's not the easiest road in today's crazy world. Do we believe in celibacy? But we believe in celibacy. We believe in celibacy. Let me say it. We believe in celibacy. It's not the easiest road in today's crazy world, but we believe in celibacy. We believe that if, any, if you practice celibacy with all your heart, with all your love, you can be free to serve God's people, to serve God in a beautiful way. If someone gets into seminary and that question is, is not asked, that's a terrible thing. If someone gets into a seminary and that question is not asked, that's a terrible thing. That any seminary that I know, you should say, have you been acting celibately up until now? End of quote. Before commenting on Cardinal McCarrick's response to Mr. Ferrara's question on the willingness of American bishops and religious superiors to acknowledge and enforce the 1961 instruction, we need to examine the document, the contents of which have only recently been made available via the Internet to Catholic laymen in the United States. <coughs> this is the 1961 instruction on vetting seminarians. The 1961 Instruction Religiosorium Institutio on the careful selection and training of candidates for the states of perfection and sacred orders was the work of the Sacred Congregation for Religious in the Holy Office. On February the 2nd, 1961, after the document received the appropriate the appropriation of Pope John the 23rd, the contents of the instruction were privately communicated to the superiors of religious communities, societies without vows, and secular institutes. The 1961 instruction was not printed in the Acta Apostolica Sidis, an official compilation of the decrees of the Holy See, but was privately circulated. The Sacred Congregation for Religious, however, did indicate that its contents were a matter of public law. As the title of the 1961 instruction suggests, the principal subject of the discourse is the proper vetting and training of candidates for sacred orders. The reader should be advised that while the instruction is addressed to the superiors of religious communities, societies living the common life in secular institutes, the norms and criteria set forth in the instruction were also applicable to the members of the other states of perfection. Presumably, this would include the diocesan priesthood. 1961, the 1961 Instruction was an update of the instruction Quanium Religios, Religions, issued by the same Vatican diacastry under Pope Pius XI in 1931. The designated purpose of this earlier document was to, insofar as human frailty may permit, to forestall serious cases of defection not only from the religious state, but likewise from the sacred ranks in which religious had been enrolled through the reception of orders. Likewise, the 1961 instruction attempts to forestall defections from holy orders as well as 
requests for a secularization or even for laicization, i.e., meaning that is reduction to the lay state, by requiring superiors to exercise greater care and vigilance in examining the divine vocation of candidates or in strengthening and preserving it by their devoted efforts. The instruction begins by examining the ostensible and subjective reasons given by those who seek to set aside their sacred vows. These claims fall into one of two categories. Either the ordained cleric claims he entered religious life without a genuine divine vocation, or that he lost the genuine divine vocation during the period of his formation or in the early years of his ministerial life. Mention is made by the mentions made by the drafters of the infrastructure by the instruction of the supposed difficulty of chastity. Let me just repeat. Mention is made by the drafters of the instruction of the supposed difficulty of chastity, whereby priests indicate that contrary to their vows, it is now impossible for them to observe chastity, first because of bad habits contracted in youth, which were sometimes corrected but still never completely eradicated, and secondly, because of sexual tendencies of a pathological nature, which they feel cannot be brought under control either by ordinary or extraordinary means, even those of a spiritual order, in such a way that they frequently fall into the solitary sin. In order to safeguard the honor of the church and welfare of religious communities and the edification of the faithful, the instruction states that superiors must exercise accurate diligence and untiring zeal in order not to provide even a vestige of foundation for priests advancing such claims. Section 2 warns of the temptation of superiors to choose quantity over quality in the selection of candidates for holy orders. Rather, the superior should say, let us seek out quality first of all, because then, if we may use such an expression, quantity will automatically be present by itself. This will be the concern of divine providence. It is not our task to look for numbers, since it is not given to us to inspire vocations and souls. In this truth, there is contained the whole of the theology of a vocation. It comes from God, and only God can give it. It is our task to nurture this vocation and to enrich it and to adorn it. This is the guarantee and promise of your future prosperity as a matter of fact, experience teaches us that God favors with an abundance of vocations those religious communities which flourish with the rigor of discipline and carry out their prompt, their proper role in the mystical body of Christ. And that on the contrary, those communities suffer a lack of candidates whose members do not comply faithfully with his divine counsels. That's a lot. We're going to maybe do this twice, followed up in the next podcast. I threaten uh, tomorrow or the next day. We're a voice for the voiceless because I can unpack that, unbundle it, and uh, we went from page 752, looking at our notes here, to... uh, page 755. I encourage you to get the book. Follow along. Dear Pastor, attached is a copy of the, this is your letter to your priest. And it's going to be, I 
attaches a copy for Rite of Sodomy by Randy Engel, pages 752 to 755. Will you send it to our bishop with the following question? R.E. Regarding, American hierarchy denies existence of clerical homosexual hierarchy. Four outlines here. Bishop, have you really done enough to help us, laity? Bishop, could you have done more? Bishop, could you do more? Four, Bishop, will you meet with us to discuss what more you could do to make us safe, secure, and enrich our life with truth and justice? Another, has your bishop put you on a low-info diet? Consider the following. This is a going out in the next part of the show notes. And I'm, put, I'm learning how to put these show notes under the podcast. Check them out. Leave some comments. Has your bishop put you on a low-info diet? So that's why we're teaching, trying to put a little teaching in here. Four last things. I haven't checked the catechism, but it should be in the catechism. A gift from the nuns who taught us all that this is what awaits us, bishop. So you're telling your bishop this. This is what awaits us. Death, judgment, heaven, or hell. Four last things. A gift from the nuns who taught us all, all of us, taught us all. This is what awaits us, bishop. Death, judgment, heaven, or hell. And then you want to ask the bishop, you know, has he done, a, has he done his job? We'll unbundle this. Teresa threatens to come back. I think this is Thursday. Tomorrow, some of the uh, new technology arrives. I think UPS, Amazon Prime. I don't, I don't belong to Amazon Prime, but I think it's supposed to arrive tomorrow. So I'm going to be excited to use the new mic with the cat's hair that muffles the uh, other sounds. I gotta check out the headphones because I have a splitter. I don't know if they're gonna all arrive tomorrow. Teresa is packing and threatening to come back from Florida, her and Bill. John is available and is, uh, we get the technology, we can maybe patch him in. But we're talking about accountability, transparency. This is part of our Diocese of Lansing. Watch your group, we're all lay people. I want to thank Randy Engel for her work. We've got two or three things going on. We're working on our website that'll go up where we have several grievances to file. We've got affidavits that are backed up. We just, uh, we're praying that God said does help. And uh, we have, uh, there's so much in here. And we have other people that want to get, that are waiting to talk to us, that are experts in the church we'll have them as guests we just got to get our sea legs no music today I guess I could play what we played yesterday there's no feedback here I haven't heard from Teresa that it's terrible music and uh, so let's let's see what we got this is one I love remember <clears throat> the the uh, North Koreans hacked Big Hollywood. Obama turned around it and hacked their server, the main server that controlled all the internet in North Korea. And the malware, or the funware, played this song over and over. So one intelligence community is telling the other intelligence community to play by the rules. 
the, the North Koreans broke those rules when they hacked Sony and Hollywood, big Hollywood. Our intelligence community played this song in their software. Listen to it. As you speak to the bishops and their staff, as they're insiders. They think we don't know anything about this, and because they were inside, they've been chosen by God, they are a special caste. They are, uh, and we are a lower caste system. Think about this song. Yeah, hold on. Well, we got an ad. I'll have to talk through the ad. I had that all set up, and it must have reset. Things I'll learn. But they are saying, you got to, you know, guys, we know you. We know what's going on. Bishop, think about this. Bishop's attorney, think about this. Chancery, think about this. They've broken the rules. Even in conflict, there's rules. We're not going away, Bishop. Truth, that's the answer. We know what's going on. We're ready to play the game, Bishop. Starve the DSA. You'll get the bishop's attention. Money is the mother's milk. Telling you how I feel, how we feel, Bishop. We want to make you understand. We're growing. We've been locked out of our own church. We're in exile.
We are growing. So if you're out there alone, have no doubt. If you've been abused by the hierarchy, the laity, who are their staffers, have no doubt. We are growing. And we enjoy and we encourage you to join us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our Lady of Mount Carmel, pray for us. Joseph, guide us in this Carmelite effort. Grow us as you did the young Jesus. This is the year of Joseph. Protect us, Joseph. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Protect this fledgling, hatchling effort. And uh, they may get us her onesies and twosies. And they've attempted to ruin our lives. They have tried to character assassinate. They've tried to eliminate us. And we are growing. And uh, what is it? On Bonanza, we'll have that Bonanza song where uh, we're four men strong. Wrong ain't got a chance. Wrong doesn't have a chance. This is not their church. This is the church of Jesus Christ. He came to do the Father's will. We'll talk more about that later. But have hope. You're not abandoned. And they control the voices. They suppress the voices, just like in the gulags. And we say to Bishop Gorbachev, bring down those walls. Bishop Gorbachev, drink from the cup that you have us drink from. Bishop Gorbachev, let freedom ring out. The bells of freedom so people can have their voices. 